and welcome to episode four of the Crazy X Club. This is the podcast series all about rebuilding yourself and your life following a breakup. And it's hosted by me, the Crazy X, just another person in the world that's had to get over this kind of thing themselves. And when she came out of it, thought maybe I'll share some of those things that have really benefited me in rebuilding myself after my marriage broke down, which was just over a year ago. So we're still very much a work in progress and part of this podcast is just giving something back to other people. Said in previous things, I like to think of it as we're just a couple of friends having a nice chat and maybe you kind of gone, hey Em, what was it you did? I'm just strewing a bit of the minute, so I just kind of want to hear some of the bits that, that work for you. So that, that's where we're at with this. So I'm um, hoping that you've um, worked your ways through episode one, two and three. Uh, last episode for me was a really exciting one because it's where we start to do the whole looking at you and what's important to you going forward. Uh, you're this amazing blank canvas once again. So you get to completely rewrite exactly what you want to get from life, what's important to you, where are your priorities, what are your goals. You're now completely in charge of that. So that for me is always one massive positive about finding yourself um, single again is it means you get to completely steer the ship um, going forwards from here on in so last episode was about getting that list of dreams ambitions goals getting them in a vague kind of priority order and maybe getting them into some sort of visual reminder space so we talked about my one which is I have post-it notes that get moved across a wall because I really like the, the physical kind of action of moving something over to done that's that's really good for me or you could have gone completely sort of pictorial and maybe had like a vision board and literally cut out things that represent those dreams and ambition and ambitions and that helps keep you focused or you might have gone down the electronic route and had something um, like an app just to remind you to sort of keep focus whatever is working for you you know where to go come and find us the crazy x club on facebook i've got so many episode threads up and running now so it's really great to sort of see what you guys are doing um, so that we can learn from each other um, as we go forward so now you've got a vague idea about some of the goals and ambitions and dreams that you want to sort of strive for what can be quite a nice thing to do is to now think about boundaries so boundaries are really important uh, they're also something I'm going to be really frank and honest with you guys um, I'm terrible uh, at boundaries I've um, come to realize that my um, lack of boundaries have been a major cause of problems in my relationships um, it's certainly for my adult life potentially creeping out from childhood and some um, friendships going into adolescence and things like that so I'm going to just say this I am not good at boundaries and it's something I've really had to think about and I've really had to come and learn through this past 10 or so months and it's only in the last few weeks that I've really started to understand what it means to, to set a boundary but then also do what I call be faithful to the boundaries. So I think I've always had in my idea, in my head, like ideas of what my boundaries are. But when I actually get into the actual test, the practical test of if someone sort of pushes into a boundary um, or push tries to push across a boundary, um, I just back down. Um, I am an absolute 
people pleaser. So my need to be liked by another person has always been way more important to me than kind of sticking at a boundary. And I'm gonna talk about some of the consequences of that in a bit, but I've always just wanted to be honest. And in the same way that I sort of shout out to kind of go, look, I don't sit here pretending to be um, a doctor, psychologist, or anything like that. My qualification is I've lived this. So that also means I'm not always that good at some of the things that I give advice out on. Boundary setting is one I'm very much a work in progress on. So I've seen some good stuff um, in recent weeks, but it has taken me a long time. Um, and I've made quite a few mistakes, um, sort of fallen into old patterns this year. And I think just more recently, I've just kind of gone no more so just to put that out there really um you might you might have thought oh i thought she was perfect until this moment no absolutely not so um that was a big light bulb moment so i've just sort of completed off a round of therapy that i went that i undertook specifically to really talk about the breakdown of my marriage um and sort of try and understand it and really understand my part in it and that's something else that we'll talk about in a later episode is being brave enough to look head on at where you played a role in your relationship breaking down not because you kind of want to beat yourself up about it but because we're human beings and we need to learn and we need to grow so a massive one that came out from my therapy was a light bulb moment I had about two or three weeks ago and this thing of my failure to set boundaries and the impact that that's then had on relationships going forward and i will get to that in this episode so i'm not going into advice mode today i'm literally going to share with you how terrible i have have been at boundary setting and then to see if some um, of the changes that i'm starting to make if they resonate with you and hopefully spark some um, inspiration in your own minds about ways that you might um, want to do things differently um, I cannot um, recommend enough if you feel able to going for some therapy thinking about some talking therapy that you could go for though I found it really good I'm a massive advocate of it anyway but your head does have to be in the right space to do it it's hard work it's actually um, quite tiring I very much would block out the night that um, I would have because I would always be quite tired. So it's feeling able to do it, but I think if you're in the right um, headspace, you can get loads out of it. So that's my little, um, once you feel ready, you might have to think about going for some talking therapy, talk this through. Um, it's a traumatic event, guys, um, a major relationship breakdown. So you probably want to make sure that you've sort of looked after your mental well-being. Um, and with a professional person not just some twit on a podcast that keeps barking on about how she's gone through it before talk to a professional that's got a qualification up on the wall as well would be my advice but you're you're more than welcome to keep me company here um, so uh, so there we go so I've kind of called out not very good um, um, at boundary setting at all and um, and not just not just the relationship. Um, that, that went on to become my marriage. I've seen all three of my relationships. I've had three long-term relationships in adulthood um, and they've all got this, this main theme running through them, which is in the early days, really didn't instigate um, any kind of boundaries 
Now, a lot of that was down to I had a very different life at the start of all those relationships. So for starters, was not a mum. So basically single, um, basic kind of friendship groups, job, things like that, but pretty much no real responsibilities and hadn't really established myself. I moved to a new city when I was about 23 and I've always struggled to sort of reset in terms of making friends in that in that new city. So I've got people that I can rely on and I'm quite I'm happy in my space now, but it's been it has been quite a lonely period for me. So I think the reasons why I've been bad at boundary setting in relationships is I've probably used those relationships to fill a void that's created by being a little bit lonely in a city that I wasn't too aware of. And obviously moved to that city before things like Facebook existed, meetup wasn't really a thing. So it's quite interesting actually. Um, I'll tell a story another time about um, a book club. <laughs> but might, we might do that right towards the end of the episode. So if I remember, I'll tell you the story of the book club or I'll pop it in. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll pop it in as a little bonus um, sort of pod- podcast in the future. Um, yeah, so I think that kind of being in quite a lonely space is kind of some reasoning behind why my boundary setting was um, poor. In fact, I've kind of put, you know, zero boundaries this whole thing of oh someone and they like me um and they want to sort of date me so I'll um, basically when can they when when can they meet me when their time yeah I can make anything fit around it um terrible human being um was really one of those people that meets a new person and basically friends the loyal people they do well to sort of hang hang on in there but um I've been incredibly lucky that I've got really tolerant friends that have put up with that behaviour and I've still got them in my life. And it is one of the key things as well that when I think about boundary setting, that's really up there that what I've really dedicated myself to is this idea of developing my network socially, keeping those friendships that I've already got. And I have kind of taken myself out of the dating game. I had like a couple of dalliances this year which have just kind of taught me maybe focus on yourself but the um that kind of just dropping everything that's stable in my life because somebody new to come along that's definitely one sort of boundary that I've really had to had to acknowledge and I'm really dedicated to actually my friendship groups my family groups um, and those kinds of relationships are, are definitely my top priority and something I would expect anybody new to sort of have to acknowledge um, and probably be prepared to sort of fit around so my problem with um, boundaries as well so I have like I said I'm a people pleaser and definitely in my 20s it's it's ebbing away I'm, I'm pleased to say the older that I get the closer I get to 40 um, the less this is becoming a problem and maybe that's why for the first time in my life I'm managing to set boundaries but I was so fearful of rejection or that I was being selfish by trying to sort of stand by a boundary or pushing back on something that my desire to be liked would always mean I would back down. So if I would even try and establish a boundary and those moments were quite rare, um, if I got challenged back, I'd, I'd back down. 
almost immediately. Um, I could count on one hand the amount of times um, that I've ever really pushed and it's not very many. Kind of just developed this persona of, well, I'm easy going and nothing's actually that big a deal to me, so I'll just go with what the other person wants. So what I'm now gonna get us to contemplate on is what message do we think I sent out to people uh, with this lack of boundaries, um, never really pushing for my own sort of needs, always running around other people's timetables. Uh, what do we think? What message was I sending out to people? Because this is my light bulb moment that I had, because um, I kind of look back on it and it was having to look at the three relationships back to back and the way all three of them started, because they all have this in common. I basically was telling all three of those guys I'm not quite as important as you, but also I subscribe to this belief. So not just that this is something that someone was pushing onto me, I was kind of saying, I don't see myself as important um, as whoever it is that I'm interacting with. And every time I will back down from something, I just re-emphasize that as fact that I'm letting you know that I see you as more important as me. So actually, one of the things you can rely on me for is you can probably push a little bit and I'll back down and you can have your own way. Now, I'm quite fortunate from a friendship perspective that I'm, fr I'm friends with really decent people who, who I just do have an even, like this even sort of level playing field with. Um, I've not maybe done so well in that kind of romantic space and again i've said this many episodes this isn't about bitterness or anything like that i think it's probably even just almost natural behavior of this oh my god this girl she doesn't complain about anything she just kind of lets everything go and doesn't really push for anything and i think it's more about so i tend to be with people that just don't rock that boat because why would they oh they're onto a sweet deal um, whereas it would have been interesting to see how certain of those relationships might have panned out if I'd been a bit clearer about boundaries and communicating those boundaries um, and really being a bit more assertive about mainly about needing space that tends to be where my I let myself down um, and again getting into the into the details um, shortly but it is that thing of by not setting those boundaries very early on and kind of almost pretending I was okay with things that I wasn't, just really set up so many problems for later on because the problem is, is if you're faking it, what happens is the resentment probably grows a little bit inside you. You're probably half thinking, I'm getting frustrated because I'm having to do all this. And then all of a sudden that might just sort of pop out in an argument and the other person's like, what are you talking about? We've been together for three, three years and this has never been an issue and all of a sudden it's an issue. And that's why it's really important to just be really clear on them in the early, early days, along with deal breakers. So there was some stuff, again, in, in all of my relationships, which were probably, well, not probably, they were deal breakers to me, but I never called them out because Again, I just used to think in my head, I must be overreacting about it, or there must be other people that get on with this. And what I was failing to recognize is, yes, 
there are other people that can get on with this but I'm not one of those people therefore it's a bit of a deal breaker for me and I just wish there'd been a few conversations instigated by me to really talk about those things so that we might you know we might not have gone so far down the road we just don't know hindsight's an amazing thing isn't it guys and like I said completely different person in my 20s so lacking in confidence um, and really low self-esteem so it's not surprising that I wanted to do a lot of things that sort of made other people happy because that in turn made me feel happy and made me feel sort of comfortable um, but yeah that's like my bad behavior um, and it's um, really not healthy to establish this idea that you're not quite as important as the person on the other side of an interaction that you're having and you need to remember that in all kinds of areas of your life as well so not just your romantic relationships like I said I think I'm a bit of a fluke because um, with friends I've got really good friends and we have that kind of give and take um, so I'm, I'm in a really good space there sort of similar with family um, there's two-way conversations happening there but also think about interactions at work think about if you're constantly or the person that gets the extra work handed to them or if you just sometimes feel like a conversation doesn't go the way do you feel empowered enough and important enough to sort of have that conversation to push back to make challenges um, it's definitely something that we really work on in, in my workplace so this is very much centered on if you're going to sort of set up boundaries and things for a long-term relationship really really important but it's also worth thinking about this in the other areas of your life in the other relationships um, in your life so i've really had to learn the hardest lesson about not establishing boundaries early on and the kind of massive consequences that can have when you get to a point where you want to sort of put those boundaries in later on and definitely I left it too late to start saying these things are actually a big a big deal for me um, and it's one of those where it's it's not the reason for sort of things coming to an end but it's definitely in there as an issue that could have been so much easier if I had just been clearer a bit more assertive in the early days so I have learned and I have been sort of doing a lot of self-reflection. It's one of the reasons why I love therapy. Um, in the same way I give you you guys homework, um, this is how much of a swatty pants I am uh, at my counselling sessions, I give myself homework. So if something really pertinent would come up, I go, right, I'm just writing that down because I'm gonna work on that this week and I'm gonna focus on it. So this boundaries um, was a massive one for me, which I thought, I just can't make this mistake again. So the changes that I've kind of made is this exercise around setting out my goals, setting what I want to achieve for myself and also pushing myself front and centre because that's the other problem with this whole I'm not quite as important as you. Um, there's a line from the film The Holiday and it's um, Kate Winslet's character and she says something like I'm not even the main character in my own life and that's kind of what I do. I kind of let myself get pushed into sometimes not even a supporting role, sometimes I'm just an extra. Um, and so it's really important to me that I allow myself to be the main character in, in, my, own, in my own life. 
and I take that really seriously and the things that I've put on my wall on post-it notes I'm really dedicated to so that's really easy for me now to sort of instigate um, a boundary if anything is coming in that puts threat towards me continuing on with those goals that's going to need quite a lot of consideration for me to sort of allow that to progress and it's also one of the reasons why I was trying to date for a bit and it seems stupid particularly during like the year we've just had so it's um, 2020 um, and we've just had like a pandemic across the world and I was still trying to sort of think about if I could do dating and stuff like that and I was really struggling with it and I kept going through this cycle of um, I'm going to embrace this because this feels like a good thing and then what, for whatever reason my brain would short circuit and go no and I got to a point where I looked back at my wall of priorities and there's a lot guys I'm gonna be really busy in the next 12 months I have got a lot I want to do and I just looked at the wall and I was like I haven't got time I have not got time to be worrying about a new relationship and also I think the thing I realized there was here I was nearly falling into this same pattern again of new relationship yeah okay yeah i'll put that off for a week so that we can talk on the phone yeah i don't need to do that tonight um i'll do that another night because we're going to text tonight and stuff like that and i really freaked out and i really sort of scared myself and i literally u-turned so i went from this i think i'm heading down this pathway again and i thought no this doesn't feel right this isn't right for me i rechecked on my goals and that's why having the goals in a visual place is really good because if you just have a glance at them to go am i still aligned to these are they still important that's fine now it might have been that i looked at them and thought no i'm going to swap these about a bit so there is room in my life for um romance again maybe that day will come but that day is not right now when i looked at the wall i looked at the things i had five things i thought no they are still the key things that i need to work on and actually this is taking me away from the path that i want to go on so and it's really like it's um really harsh <laughs> but it just had to be cooled and it just had to go and it had to not be a priority um, and I'd made a real clear decision um, so off all dating websites have very much said in my head I am not looking actively for that because I really want to focus on my goals and there you go guys there's a boundary being put into place um, sort of straight away so I really value my spare time now as well. So rather than looking at as a, well, I don't really have any plans, so I'll let someone else fill, fill that time for me because I don't tend to have plans. Actually, what I tend to do now is I really try to think about, so I have like this golden two to three hours of an evening after my little boy goes to bed um, and that's really precious to me really really precious to me so if you're going to come into that time period between 8 and 11 p.m you best be <laughs> my mum and dad um, one of my best friends um, or maybe something um, 
that enhances my social interactions or um, I'll also dedicate a little bit of that time to um, coaching as well um, but it's kind of got to be up there and if anybody new wants to come in you've got to be bringing positive stuff with you uh, so again I don't want to be sort of diverting my attention um, and using up that quality time that I have that window of time that is just for me um, I don't want to be doing that with stuff that's either wasting my time or kind of causing me um, sort of negativity I just don't need it so another boundary is I really value that spare time and I really consider how I want to spend it and like I said I have really good relationships with my friends so we we just have open conversations about what time is good for you and we sort of it's like mutual it isn't just I never ever feel with my friends that it's always me fitting around them it's it's a really nice um, balance so this isn't really a boundary but the other thing that I am just going to call out is I do listen to my gut now I have ignored my gut a couple of times and it's, it's not served me well so this was this other thing of I really listened to this feeling of why is my brain sort of short-circuiting on something why am I not feeling overly good about how things are going forward and it's just that thing of if you've got the kind of heebie-jeebies about something or even someone then you need to look at that and you really need to think why because normally you're not wrong it's this weird intuition thing um so you need to sort of have a think about that revisit it for me again it was that it was as simple as i looked up at the wall and thought that's why because i'm trying to squeeze something in that i haven't got any time for because i'm supposed to be dead it, i know it's almost this i'm going against my core right now so my dedication that i've made to myself is myself and rebuilding me and figuring out who i am and what gives me absolute joy in the day and doing all these projects it is not about trying to give myself over to somebody else again and it's that trust your gut trust what you truly want to do and that you know what's best for you um, and help that kind of steer you in the boundaries that you kind of want to put into place so that's my kind of mistakes that i've made with boundary settings and a couple of like tweaks now i've not been quite as prescriptive this week um in terms of what you can do but i'm going to go into sort of a coaching space where i'm going to let that come from you so i'm hoping maybe some of the stuff that i've said is resonated so when you think about the boundaries that you need Think about where you've maybe struggled to do this before. Think about the type of person you naturally are. Are you naturally quite extrovert or quite outspoken about being able to say, that is not good for me, or I didn't quite like the way you spoke to me then, or that's not acceptable in terms of my values, or I've actually got a really important thing. Are you that person? Do those kind of things that I've just sort of said, do they come really easy to you? Or are you a bit more like me? Are you a bit more of a people pleaser? You know, I don't want to say no to people um, because I'm scared that that means that they won't like me anymore or that was my only chance to sort of connect with them. So if I don't connect with them that day, um, then that's it. 
um, we won't be friends anymore. Because what there might be something worth going into a space of um, thinking about why that worries you, and actually, let's just quickly go, go through this. So if it's a fear, if there's a fear driving that, I don't want to talk about my boundaries, and I certainly don't want to try and um, place my boundaries into a relationship or anything like that. Think about why are you scared. And then think about what could happen in that scenario. Also then think about, well, what would you do if it did happen? And how likely is it to happen? And then maybe just give it a go and see what does actually happen. And then kind of use that as a, as a learning space as well. I'm going to tell you now, my new assert of me, I've not really come up against anybody that slammed the phone down on me and said, that's it then. And actually, if that does happen to you, do you want that sort of person hanging about in your life? If someone reacts really negatively to you asking for some quiet time or a bit of space or that you've just seen somebody else that day, that's probably not the most rational response to be having to somebody that's literally asking to just sort of make themselves a priority. So if the worst did happen and you got a bad reaction, just wonder to yourself, is that a person that I need in my life? Probably don't, just saying. So, think about it. Think about the boundaries you need. Think about tweaks you need to make about how you interact with people and come and tell me on the Facebook group like we do for the others. So episode four thread is it's out there. I would really love to hear about this, mainly from a selfish point of view. I think I can learn from you guys more with this because like I said, um, first time in my life I ever kind of put my foot down um, and really did push um, for what my boundaries were. I have to tell you guys, I feel amazing for doing it. I know I made the right decision and as soon as I'd done it as well, that feeling, so that listening to my gut, that anxious kind of feeling at the back of my head that I tend to get when things aren't 100% right, it lifted almost instantly. The second I made that decision, I was like, I knew it was the right one and I reckon you guys can get to that feeling as well. So yeah, come and tell us on Facebook group, um, The Crazy X Club, come and find us, come and chat to us about what you're doing, because like I said, I can learn lots from you guys on this one, so I'm really intrigued to sort um, of hear about what you guys are doing, and then there's the threads from episode one to three, so get, get involved, come and see us, um, and that is another episode, so this was more about sharing like how rubbish I've been at this and the couple of changes that I've got to make but I didn't really want to get too heavy on dishing out advice when it would be quite hypocritical so this is one where what can I learn from you you can learn from me my mistakes that I've made and I'm trying to make good changes but what can I learn from you have a think have amazing weeks crazy exes and I'll speak to you soon bye bye